The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. The U.S. military goes woke with ad campaigns. Violence across the country increases in very high numbers, and we reveal corrupt and radical things that Joe Biden does, and the left-wing media doesn't bat an eye. All next on the Conservative Connection. And corn pop was a bad news. The Conservative Connection with Corn and Crow. Come on, man. All right, guys, welcome to the show today. We got a lot to talk about. There's um, a lot that happened this week. Uh, I think this has probably been one of the busiest news cycles throughout the week. Uh, There's a lot of news stories that came out, and there's also a lot of old connecting stories, too, to stuff that happened even like during the Trump administration. Um, You guys have probably heard maybe about... uh, you know, the coronavirus uh, leak out of the lab, that's actually a possibility now. And when people were saying that during the Trump administration, they were being called, you know, racist, conspiracy, conspira- yeah, conspiracy theory, racist people, blah, 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 obviously, like all the talking points of the left. And um, uh, we also saw some news come out from Hunter Biden's laptop as well. Uh, they actually investigated his uh, laptop and they found out that Joe Biden uh, actually met with the you know higher ups of Burisma, and he admitted a couple months ago that there was it a couple yeah it was about in January yeah, right yeah. remember when uh, what's his name was coming out the what was the guy's name that revealed everything uh, Bobolinsky Bobolinsky yeah, yeah Bobolinsky he yeah. he was actually on Fox he I mean yeah. he did he did a show with Hannity he did yeah, a show with I remember that you know all these people on Fox News he was going on all these conservative media networks and he yeah. was specifically saying like yeah Joe Biden's lying like yeah, he I was, was there I was there I was I was at the dinner and everyone thought that that guy was a liar because you know they they said oh he's been he was hired by Trump because he came out what was it maybe a couple weeks right. before the election? And I was telling people, bro, if he's lying, that would be the worst thing ever for the Trump administration right. to have somebody exactly. who works for them lying. And also that would completely dismantle all like future cases like with this stain of you know disbelief or I mean, they, scrutiny. They impeached Donald Trump twice for quote unquote lying. Right. About some kind of situation, whether he lied about a phone call, whether he lied about meeting with certain people. I'm but, trying to remember exactly what it Bob was. Alinsky yeah. obviously wasn't lying because if he was, why didn't Democrats just go after him like they do everybody else? You know what I mean? Well, one of the things that was interesting about the criticisms for Bobolinsky is that they were just, oh, he made that up. He made, No, I, but they didn't really have anything to say other than that, like they didn't actually expand upon that or right. elucidate their points. They yeah. just said it and then moved on. Well, yeah. So they dismissed it's, it. It's, it's actually been confirmed 100% that Joe Biden, he, he lied. He specifically lied. He said that he didn't meet 
with anybody from Burisma. He said he didn't even have any conversations, conversations with them, yeah. even with his son about the business dealing. So he complete, you know, completely lied, right? So I we got this article here. This is actually from Daily Wire, and it's, and they report new reports surfaced late on Monday that alleged that records from a laptop belonging to Hunter Biden the son of Joe Biden, appeared to show that Joe Biden met with foreign business associates of his son while, while he was vice president of the Obama administration. Uh, Joe Biden reportedly met his son's business associates from Ukraine, Russia, and Kazakhstan at a dinner in Washington, D.C. on April 16th, 2015. Uh, and that's the New York Post actually reported that. Yeah. Uh, the next day, Hunter received an email from Vadmin Pazharsky, an executive of the Ukrainian energy company Burisma to thank him for actually introducing him to his father. So these are these are the emails that they recovered from the laptop that supposedly was a laptop put there by, you know, Donald Trump and Well they, know, they 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 changed the story so many times. It was Russia and then it was Putin right. and that was Russian disinformation. And the you know, you quoted from the New York Post. The New York Post was like taken down by Twitter at, because they didn't right. want to interfere with the election which was interfering with it like that was election interference what twitter did like take exactly it down. absolutely yeah they they that's definitely influence on you know because this all happened right before the election yeah you know this is when all this news was coming out it's funny too that people will tell you oh new york post isn't reliable i was like the new york post is the fifth most popular news organization in the country yeah like what do you mean it's not well, I think mainstream, people, yeah, or it's not. I, I think people don't understand like how dangerous this, that really is. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. Like when when big tech and social media companies and Facebook, because most of most of the people nowadays get their news from social media, right? Yeah. Like you, you just cruise social media looking to see like what your friends are doing, but the pages that you've liked, you know, whether you like movies or you like music. I mean, even those pages are putting out political ads. Yeah, you know, Sports Center, ESPN. Yeah. I mean, they're they constantly are pushing a political message. Yeah, if you look at the what happened with Warnock's opponents, they took down Warnock's opponents' campaign funds from the Facebook site. Right. They took them down, yeah. and it, the same thing happened when Tulsi Gabbard became famous after she took out Kamala Harris in what one of the most gorgeous, beautiful um, debate <laughs> moments I've ever seen in my life. Like if that was a person, it would be like Margot Robbie. Oh yeah. my gosh, it was perfect. But anyway, regardless, they took her down because she was the most Googled candidate at the time, and she just took down all of her campaign fund sites. People couldn't find her campaign. Again, this is election interference. The, these people have so much yeah. power because they, like Google, Facebook, all these things, these are the public squares of our time. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, they're not – and they're not scared to hide what they're doing. They really honestly don't care. I mean, it, it's clear that they have a more liberal message um, as far as you know, what they censor, what they say can be said on their platforms – I mean, it's clearly more of a left, you know, left wing um, kind of organization because you can tell that, you know, when you post some things, yeah. they'll either censor it or flag it or, you know, they'll put some kind of, um, you know, disclaimer on it that something's not true. Well, they or, came but, out with yeah. new rules. I don't know if you saw the Project Veritas report, but they said even if 
your post is true, we're still going to censor it if we think it promotes vaccine hesitancy. So it doesn't even matter. Right. Yeah, that that's crazy because that has nothing to do with fact. At, at what Someone's point, hesitancy to get a vaccine has nothing to do with yeah, fact. Like at what point are we just China? Like what's the difference between – like because now they're saying we're going to give you a, a vaccine hesitancy score on your social media. So we're being scored by a big tech company that has interfered with elections, that is censoring the truth because they don't like it. And now they're scoring us. Like, at what point are we just communist China? What's the difference about, between about those two? Now, I like, mean. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, if it was the federal government no teaming up to obviously. say that, it, yeah. it would just be communist China. Like, just apply that to everything. This is why we say, like, when you have hate speech laws or when you have this kind of censorship or when you have election interference, this is a social credit system. Right. That's what it is. Yeah. It's it's a scary thing and people should be frustrated and they should be up in arms about that. Yeah, but if you if you guys are, you know, you know, even have an ounce of political activism in you. Yeah. Um even if you don't like to do it every day, if you don't like to wake up like we do and and study politics and, you know, obviously make as much influence as we can inside of, you know, the conservative movement, at least try yeah. to do something. You know what I mean? Try to do anything. I mean, whether it's, you know, even if you have to just message Facebook or message Twitter. Even and, just and, talking about it. Like, yeah. the, the letting thing, people know the dangers I, of it. I too. remember when I, I was speaking out about the Tulsi Gabbard thing. I'm like, they censored, like, she could have been, she was already a top tier presidential candidate. She made it into third place before, like, the, before Biden and Bernie. Yeah. Those, those were the top two. She made it into third place. Imagine if they hadn't censored her campaign. Like, and people told me, "Why do you care so much about this, man? You're a Republican. You're not. I'm more libertarian, but they're like, you're a conservative. You're red. Why do you care about this? I'm like, I care about an election inter election interference on any side. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. if you're starting to figure out who the president is and which Democratic candidate in the primary you're going to pick, and it's not going to be a fair or free election, I'm going to care. Right. Well, I mean. The whole thing was, you know, I, I feel like the whole was so when Donald Trump was elected, yeah. right? The the whole Russian thing just came out of nowhere, right? Well, I, I actually remember, and if you guys watched like Megyn Kelly, you know, I, I was a big fan of Megyn Kelly, and she was doing the report uh, live about what was happening. She looked over at Juan Williams and jokingly said, "Do you still think that the Russians elected Donald Trump?" And that was a joke. And everybody laughed at the time. There's 20 people like on that panel, like it, well, at least 10, at least 10 yeah. people. And they were all laughing when Megyn Kelly was like, what, did the Russians elect Trump? And they were all laughing and Juan Williams tried to get away from the, the point. But then that joke within a month became the main talking point of the left. Yeah, absolutely. They launched a, what, $30 million investigation into it. Yeah, that paid by our tax dollars. Yeah, that was stupid. Yeah, that, well, that what are you trying to prove that he was he was Manchurian candidate in the eighties? Yeah, so <laughs> dumb. so dumb. Everything like everything with that investigation was so dumb. Like everybody and and people are so were so oblivious to that whole oh, like yeah. investigation that when people got arrested because they looked into things, so like you, said, I think you were saying we were saying a couple weeks ago that like an, an investigation is you're supposed to 
find out if a crime happened. You're not supposed to. Yeah. You so know, you investigate. Start, yeah. yeah. You you don't start prosecuting crimes while you're investigating. Them. You, <laughs> you, you, know you, I mean? you investigate crimes by looking for culprits. You don't investigate people looking for crimes. Right. Exactly. And that's what they were doing, right? Like, it was General Flynn, right? Yeah. He was one of them. And then there was, uh, you know, uh, what was it uh, his campaign manager or something at the at the time? Well, they threatened uh, Flynn's son. Yeah. And it, it was one of the dirtiest things I've ever seen yeah. happen in politics. There's a reason that Sidney Powell was able to win him like all that money. But I can guarantee you he would have traded all that money in a heartbeat for it to not go through with what he went through oh absolutely yeah i'm pretty sure i mean they're not going to make it easy for him you know no. i mean obviously going to you know federal court too is not an easy thing either right yeah i mean if you have a trial like that that's you know every single day for months and months and months you know it's not just you get to sit home and wait for a verdict and be like oh am i in trouble now okay you know i mean look, look at the disinformation that went into that came did Flynn do this did Flynn do this did Flynn do this and well, okay why are you bringing Flynn to my court well he lied about Russian sanctions Flynn well we I was never asked about Russian sanctions yeah so you know you lied about a conversation you never had oh where's the record of the Russian sanctions lie oh we don't have it why because you know the thing about the FBI not a lot of people know this but the FBI doesn't record anything they don't record their sessions. They don't actually like have uh, somebody typing up everything they said. They, they sit you alone in a room alone and they take notes. And those notes can say whatever the FBI wants them to say. But even beyond that, none of their notes said that Flynn lied about Russian sanctions. Yeah. So I mean, well, wasn't there somebody else that was like – was arrested during the the Mueller investigation for like tax invasion or something like that. It had literally had nothing to do with Russia. That had was nothing to do with uh, the election. What, <laughs> nothing. What, what what was his name? He he was he's a little guy. He's very old. He's very bombastic. I no, forgot. I forgot. His he, name he's too. a cute little guy. I forget <laughs> what, what was his name. Man, I, 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 I forget. I I know what you're talking about. But but that's what I'm talking about. That I'm, my main general point is that. You know, that whole investigation went on and they didn't find, you know, a shred of evidence that connected what they were actually investigating. No. And now you you have you have Hunter Biden, you have Hunter Biden's laptop, you have physical evidence yeah. of Joe Biden specifically lying, obviously meeting with foreign officials uh you know, as somebody who's the vice president of the United States, and we're not supposed to believe that you sold out some kind of foreign policy for your family, for yourself. Well, like you didn't put any money in your pocket. You're just meeting with there was a record you know, random too. people, and and come on, you know what I mean. On that, when when Hunt, when Vi Vice President Joe Biden, just like his vice presidential term was over. The records show that Hunter Biden's salary on Burisma, as soon as Joe Biden was out of the office, cut in half. Yeah. He was making about 83 grand yeah. a month, which, yeah. by the way, is insane. Yeah. That's like most people's salaries, and that's if you're doing pretty well. Yeah. But, like, he was making 83 grand a month. Joe Biden leaves and he gets 43 grand a month or like 42 grand a month. Oh, yeah, because he doesn't have yeah. daddy to sell well, out for Well, Hunter Biden himself said, he's like, if my last name wasn't Biden, I wouldn't have had a job there. <laughs> right. Exactly. What does that tell you? Yeah. 
and and this is this is what you know we as Americans should really really pay attention to. It's these kind of things. Like this is one of this is one of the main reasons why Hillary Clinton was such a bad candidate because yeah. everybody knew that she's not in it for the people. She's yeah. not in it for making the country better. Mm-hmm. She's in it to make things better for herself. And nobody wanted to give her power because she'll sell out foreign policy, you know, just like she did when she was the secretary of state under Obama. And also she she was like a notorious liar. Right. You know, like, Oh, I flew into Bosnia under sniper fire. And they're like, yeah, none of that happened. Yeah. None of that happened. And they (laughs) have video of it where she's like shaking hands. Yeah. I know. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe she has dementia too. What was was that when she was freaking out with the, you know, the little spasms she had where her head would go back and forth and then she had that cough too. Well, she, she had like a seizure on, 9-11 didn't she trying to get into a limo yeah it was a it was a memorial a stroke she fell or something down. yeah she, like, she couldn't even video. stand up like and th- that's how we feel about biden too it's like you blow at him and he'll fall over that's what that's why biden didn't leave his basement the whole election because yeah you can't go walking around when you're that age because something's gonna happen you're gonna trip i mean he already yeah, tripped they, up they some learned stairs. from the from the hillary clinton campaign yeah they, they learned they oh like, absolutely yeah, that's we, what that's why covid was so important keeping everyone in their house keeping you know what i mean like making everyone like that would had to be the main focus going into the election because they couldn't focus on Joe Biden being a good president, they couldn't do that. Yeah, and this is why instead of focusing on the Hunter Biden scandal, they're trying to go forward with the January Sixth Commission. It's right. the same reason. Yeah, the January. Yeah, we talked about this last week, right? That yeah. Democrats are currently pushing to basically say that January Sixth is the worst thing that happened since the Civil War, and they need all kinds of protection yeah, and around it got the Capitol. From the GOP. Yeah, and the GOP blocked it, and then now Democrats are saying. Oh, the GOP just doesn't want safety for their Congress. It's like they're in the same building. There's there's yeah, just as many Republicans inside of that building than there is Democrats. Well, Joe Manchin was having a hissy fit over there, which I don't know how you elect a Democrat in West Virginia, guys. I mean, you might have to up your game a little bit on the polls there. But he was like, I can't believe that, you know. Mitch McConnell did this like he's killing bipartisanship. I'm like, okay, you want bipartisanship? You investigate Hunter Biden and Devin Archer and his partners and figure out if Joe Biden was collecting money from that and we'll investigate January 6th. How's that for bipartisanship? We both get what we want. Yeah. They won't do that. Yeah, no, absolutely not. They're not going to do that. I mean, the the whole January 6th thing is like, oh, well, we need all this security and we need all this crazy funding for the cap. It's like Guys, that the Congress was on the floor in 15 minutes after the whole stupid riot on January 6th. Yeah, now, I'm not saying that the like riot the was was like acceptable, right? It was crap. Those people are trash. They should be arrested. Go to jail. Yeah, they except, should get what they except deserve. the ones led in by police. That's right. the police's fault. Right, but but yeah. it doesn't it doesn't warrant like millions and millions of dollars in security. Do we really need to go through a whole nother Russia investigation that costs us twice as much tax money for them to draw out for years? It's just going to be another Russia hoax thing and they're going to drag it out. Well, they need it. Yeah, they need it. Democrats need it. Well, what are they going to do? They're going to drag it out for four years, just like Russia. Yeah. And, and then, you, you know, you almost wonder like, okay, well, if Donald Trump starts to like, if he starts to campaign again in 2024, are they going to like drag that out again and do it through his whole campaign? And then oh, bring, absolutely. are they, are they going to start wearing masks and saying there's another pandemic and try to shut down the economy again? I mean, what are they going to do? I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people forget that 
you know, on January 6th, within 15 minutes, yeah. Congress was back on the floor certifying an election for a Democrat. Yeah. And- Mike Pence yeah. is a Republican. He certified that election. There was dozens of Republicans who who certified that. You know yeah. what I mean? Like for, for them to sit here and say like, oh, this is crazy and we need like all something else. Like nothing else is going to happen over there. Nobody cares about Democrats. Like well, we also, don't care about you. Could, you could tell they were just being attention horse with the whole thing because – Remember AOC where she's like, where is she? Like, the, the, we, we've got that in our intro because, like, she told this whole elaborate story. Turns out she wasn't even in the building. She was, like, across she the wasn't street even safe in the main and sound. buildings, yeah, you know. And she never once, like, elaborates on that from whatever. Didn't she go on for, like, an hour or something yeah, about it? acting like she's so She went on for an hour, about yeah. five minutes of of an event that happened at a location where she was across the street and she wasn't even in the same building. Yeah. Is, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, obviously everyone knows that AOC is an over actress, you know what I mean? She's, yes. she's definitely an over actor and, you know, obviously you could tell that even with like the border situation. Remember when Trump, Oh, kids in cages, she went down to the border with this whole, outfit on and she grabbed the fence and she was crying and yeah. tears and oh gosh where you know, is she kids now? yeah where is she now where she's, is she now she's sitting at home she doesn't care about three times as many kids being put in cages no, under she's... her party's administration yeah so she's not saying anything about that so obviously everyone knows that aoc is a hypocrite but she's going to be there forever because she's in a district that she can win that seat with like what 150,000 votes or something like that. I mean, yeah. <laughs> that, that's that been a blue area for a long, long time. Um, so just, th- these are just some of the corrupt things that are going on in the, in the Biden administration that the media just never talks about, right? You haven't seen any major media outlets running stories on how Joe Biden met with Hunter Biden's, you know, uh, co-partners in Burisma after he said that he clearly didn't. Yeah. So he obviously lied right yeah. you, you're not seeing the fact checkers on that you know where all the fact checkers on facebook were you know three months ago i mean you couldn't even make a joke about COVID; they would flag your account like where are where are all those flags now they've obviously calmed down because well actually their political party's in charge now the so COVID, they don't need the to COVID do it flags are still just as bad though because of the whole facebook thing i saw one yeah but they were yeah. but they were like actually oh, everywhere they, they were actually you know, if you posted a picture or a meme or something, they would actually, you know, censor the whole meme until you actually press the button so you could see the meme, you know, and they weren't, you know, now they just put a little disclaimer at the bottom of your post if it says something about COVID. And that's, and, and, but that's the crazy thing about it is that now they're just have an algorithm that if you say anything about COVID or if it has these keywords, they'll put a little flag on there. But during the election cycle, they had people actively going through Facebook and looking for certain memes and purposely flagging them. You know, like those were actual people who were working at Facebook. So Facebook is interesting because what they'll do is they'll put out these terms of service uh, for violating content, but it's very vague, right? Yeah. But, Inside, Which gives them the ability to change it anytime they want. Yeah, but inside they're very specific within their own group that they don't show to the public so that when they do ban it, they can come up with an extremely elaborate response and definition for why. But it changes 
all the time all so the that time. they can do whatever they want. Right. Like, and, there's no reason Donald Trump should have been taken off Twitter. Like, not only is he the president, but all those tweets he had were technically historical uh, documents, like right. historical cyber documents, because, right. like, they're things that the president said. Yeah. And now they're all gone. Right. And I tell people that all the time. Like, they, they censored the president of the, the United, United States. States. Like, that's crazy. Who's safe after that? Right. Nobody. It doesn't matter. Anybody can be censored. But um, So we're going to move on a little bit. Um, and we're going to start talking about how the military oh, gosh. has been going woke. So we actually did a movie review. For Anthropoid, which is a World War II movie. Yes. Extremely patriotic uh Czech assassins who were taking out, like trying to take out right. the highest and, ranking Nazi yeah. in the world. And in the movie, you could tell that the soldiers have this kind of, you know, uh, something that's very resemblant to American spirit. Yeah, right, for it, their country. it captures the American spirit. There's yeah. at one point they're saying we need to complete our mission. And he's like, I don't think we'll have enough time to get out in time. And he goes, what happens after we complete our mission is irrelevant. Right. Our duty to our country is to complete our mission. There's a moment where um, one of the guys says, well, maybe we should do this. And he said, that's stupid talk. He goes, your duty as a soldier is to live and to fight and you keep on fighting. He's like, do you understand that? He's right. like Corporal Kubish. Right, right. So, you know, when you watch that movie, you can, you kind of get that vibe of, you know, sense of pride yeah. and patriotism that kind of matches America. But like what would you give for freedom? Right. But now in 2021, we have yeah. our military putting out ad commercials that yeah. are not really geared towards showing pride and, and patriotism. But for, tribalism. Tribalism. That's what they're really showing. And, and they're just trying to be super woke yeah uh they're trying to make the military woke um i think they're you know trying to uh dumb down the seriousness of our military because our military is one of you know it is the most advanced military on earth you know hands down yeah right in, we, in every aspect saying. our marines our navy i mean i think right now our navy isn't the biggest I'm not sure. No, Th but there like, might be somebody else bigger. What, but when you look at just the requirements of a Navy SEAL, right? Like the yeah. Navy SEALs, the training, the, the training, training in in our military is is bar none. You know what I mean? Like yeah. nobody is takes it to the levels that we do. You know, and the extreme that we do. Well, in at, at least, at least in the past. Yes. I don't but, know about now. But now, but now you got our U.S. military oh uh, putting out woke. Are they commercials? They just look like little segments. I don't know. They're, I, I, they're basically cartoon videos. They're like Disney princess cartoons that you yeah. would find on the YouTube kids channel. Right. And and what it's supposed to do is, I guess, uh, give you a background about some of the different people in the army. So this is what you can already tell that this format is already woke just by, Oh, let's put out a bunch of videos about a bunch of different people. They're already, uh, inserting that, uh, separation of it, you know, uh, of people inside of the military. It's not really supposed to be like that. Our military is supposed to be like, you know, th those are your brothers and sisters. Yeah. You know what I mean? Th those are the people that you're depending on to, you know, watch, 
your back when yep. you're in the field, right? Yeah, there's an old John Wayne movie where he plays this hardened general. He's like, when I'm done with you, you will fight like one man and you will think like one man. Like, that's the way our military is supposed to be. Right. And, yeah. you know, he's this hardened general and everybody's like, we hated him, but we would follow him to the pits of hell because we knew that he would help us live. Right. So these, but these segments are basically, uh, they're showing individual stories of how people you know, came into the military, how they ended up, you know, being inside of the military and how this is their job. And, you know, a lot of them are just super woke uh, scenarios, obviously like people who were oppressed. And then I think we actually have a clip. Yes, we do. Unfortunately, one of the worst ones. So this is about, this is about a little girl named Emma and she ends up going to the military yeah, after Don't. after her lesbian parents marched for gay marriage or, or something like like why why I, I don't look, know why I'm, we, I'm sure personally she's fine she's great but this is not the messaging we need in our military right no now. it's it's not the messaging we need and frankly like who cares like why yeah. why should I care as a taxpayer like if your parents were lesbian yep. or, or two gay men. Like, yeah, like, why, I, I care why if do you I can care? pick up an M16 and you can take out the enemy. That's what I care about. If right, I'm in the military. right. And I, I care about our military making the right decisions. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> when, when you're, when we're inside of combat and yep. like, I need to be, you know, someone needs to be protected or, yep. you know, your family needs to be protected though. That's what I care about the military. For. Yeah, but, like, but to give you guys an idea, we're going to go to this clip now. So. Yeah. Just, just go to the clip. It's just, just do it. Go. This is the story of a soldier who operates your nation's Patriot missile defense systems. It begins in California, with a little girl raised by two moms. Although I had a fairly typical childhood, took ballet, played violin, I also marched for equality. I like to think I've been defending freedom from an early age. When I was six years old, one of my moms had an accident that left her paralyzed. Doctors said she might never walk again, but she tapped into my family's pride to get back on her feet, eventually standing at the altar to marry my other mom. With such powerful role models, I finished high school at the top of my class and then attended UC Davis, where I joined a sorority full of other strong women. But as graduation approached, I began feeling like I'd been handed so much in life, a sorority girl stereotype. Sure, I'd spent my life around inspiring women, but what had I really achieved on my own? One of my sorority sisters was studying abroad in Italy. Another was climbing Mount Everest. I needed my own adventures, my own challenge. And after meeting with an army recruiter, I found it a way to prove my inner strength and maybe shatter some stereotypes along the way. I'm U.S. Army Corporal Emma Malone Lord, and I answered my calling. Okay, so yeah. if you're still with us after that cringe fest, um, 
you know, I'm just saying if I was if I was a guy and I was looking at like the Russian commercials for the Russian military or the Chinese military and then I saw that table over there and it's the American military and they're talking they sh- they're showing a Disney princess cartoon, I'm thinking, okay, Disney princess cartoon cable, that they're going to die. I'm going to go pick one that's going to actually pr- like have me trained to be the best that I can be. Right. You know, right. there were there were comedians when I was younger and I remember when the whole don't ask don't tell thing was really big in the military. Like they were mocking it because they said, "Oh, like what are they so afraid of?" Because the whole idea is gays in the military wouldn't be that big of a deal if you, if you don't make a big deal out of it. It's not going to be like, "Shoot that man, sergeant. I can't. He's too beautiful." You know, it's it's not going to So that was the joke was you you guys think it's good. we're we're going to be pushing that down your throat really they just want to serve the military that's not what i'm seeing here in this commercial right right you're getting you're getting it shoved in your face because it because the commercial's not about like oh look at all the you know different walks of life that we have in our military no the the commercial specifically about this person has two gay parents and you need to be okay with it and we're going to put it in a commercial yeah. and you know, and people don't understand. Like this, yeah. this is your tax dollars. Yeah, d- d- this is you know? our military. These <laughs> are supposed to be the people who make you feel safe at night. And really, what they're doing is they're making me question their judgment. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I just, I, I don't if understand. You, well, I mean, I do understand like why yeah. they're pushing this kind of stuff. I mean, obviously, this is the Biden administration, and you know, this is a new era and you know everyone needs to be super woke now and they're just we're going to push this message all the time and we're going to take every single government entity and we're going to you know wokeify it yeah and it's not know. just the army too it's also the CIA there was a CIA commercial that I saw where it was basically a guy and he's walking through a library and he's he's talking about all all the different like hobbies he does personally and he's like and here I have a game collection for the CIA where we can sit down and play board games. And he's got code names on the table. <laughs> like I'm not even joking. Like You can watch the commercial. He ha- literally has the game code names on the table. This is our central intelligence agency. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm sorry if I'm if I'm clipping because I'm just shouting too loud, but I'm just I I cannot understand. And then you've got that other CIA commercial where she's like, "I have all these different disorders." I'm like, "Yeah, don't tell our enemy that." And then on on top of it, she's showing clips, she's showing pictures of her parents. Right. I, You're going into the CIA. You're going into like. I'm I'm wondering if these people are actually real. Yeah, me too. You know what I mean? Like maybe I mean, it's just like if if I'm going into the military like and or the CIA and I know that things can be used against me, I don't want to be showing pictures of my family. Right. Even if they're cartoons like cuz yeah. those are cartoons that are that are drawn out pretty well. They're like digital yeah. cartoons. Like do you, you know? really want China to know that you have claustrophobia if you become a prisoner of war? Right. People don't understand like how tense of a situation we're in right now. These are not games that we need to be playing right now. Like you, I, I don't. It Especially makes me, with China, it makes me wonder if America is even ready. If we did, God forbid, go into World War Three, like I'm wondering whether or not we would have the kind of strength and gumption and bravery that like the the men in in the World War Two story that we just reviewed had. Like, right? Because are they are they really willing to give everything? for their country are they really willing to 
Well, like, the well the answer that. the answer is going to be no in the future. I mean, because if you look at critical race theory that's being taught in our schools, critical race theory is meant to make people feel guilty about their skin color. Yeah, to um, divide to divide people based on um, you know uh, systematic. Uh, programs, yeah. uh, the people, you know, it, it, it's meant to say that some people benefit from these historically racist programs in America. How can you be in the military if you think that America's historically racist and it's a terrible country yeah. are you and it's still continuing today? Yeah. Are you going to die for that country that right. you think is evil? No, absolutely not. Like, no. logically, why would you? Right. You know, right. so, you know, I, I'm wondering basically if this is why the military still has the draft just in case. You know, maybe they're like, hey, I, you know, if we go to world war, but again, it's like, if we are drafting these people into the military, like how many people our age do you think have even loaded a firearm or cleaned one or shot one? Right. Not many. Yeah. And then do, do you really want the people who are in charge of the military? Do you want them teaching you wokeism or do you want them teaching you how, how to run a 5K in, in record time right. or how to carry, you know, military supplies or how to clean wounds or how to do things that actually matter in a military? Yeah. I've never liked the idea of multiple flags because it just divides you. Oh, I'm part of this group for this flag and this group for this flag. Like I understand patriotism if you're a dual citizen or something, but not within your own country. You got to have the LGBTQ flag, which is in the CIA, one of the CIA commercials, and then you've also got the Black Lives Matter flag, and then you like who knows, like you got to throw up a red fist while you're doing it, yeah. like. So more tech technical difficulties, difficulties there. Yeah. Sorry about that, um, but we were talking about how critical race theory um, has is being taught in our schools mm -hmm. and how it's going to affect the future generation of the people who want to protect this country and the only reason our country still exists i think the two main things is one our constitution and two our military yeah. our military is what keeps those rights active for yeah. everybody that's in the country you know what i mean and if we're going to sit here and we're going to teach uh you know all the kids in school that to hate the flag to hate the flag to hate the country to hate everything that the country and every system that the country has, you know, manifested over the years, over the decades, you know, in, in this country. I mean, I don't understand why anybody thinks that critical race theory is going to leak, not leak over into the military. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah, we, we see that it is. And oh, by the way, like, how has critical race theory helped anyone at all it for any it. reason? It, 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 basically, it's it's critical racism theory. It teaches you to favor certain races and not certain races. And by the way, we had a local story for Mayor Lori Lightfoot from Illinois, from our home state. And look at what happened to her. She said, I'm only going to let black and brown and Latino people interview me. Well, what happened was an Asian reporter, while we're dealing with this sentiment of Asian hate, Asian reporter says, hey, I'm Asian you're discriminating against me because of my race and you're refusing to let me interview you. I'm going to sue you, right. you know, which I don't know what would actually happen. It'd be kind of funny if like he sues and wins and then he has to interview her and she just says, screw you, you know, it'd be kind of, <laughs> kind of fun, worth it, but funny. Yeah. But yeah, it, it, 
this whole idea that, okay, I'm only going to let the races that I like interview me and everybody else can just, you know, go away. Like, no, no, that's not what this country is about. Well, I mean, like, dude, like 80% of the news outlets and, and reporters are white people. Yeah. And, and it, it doesn't matter where you go. This is, this is an, this is America. This is yeah. an American country. The the most people that are here yeah. are European of European descent. Yeah. Folks that are considered white, right? Yeah. They're Americans. They they're you know, have probably have some kind of European background. Well now or, they're saying for Asians, if you're an, an Asian then you're quote unquote affiliate white. Right. Which what does that even mean? It was like when when the whole Kyle Rittenhouse happened and they said, Well, he's actually Hispanic. He's like, Oh, he's a white Hispanic. I'm like, it's like, are you just going to turn this on? And then you've got, that's it, so dumb. Then you've got like people like uh, Patrice Coulours in the Black Lives Matter movement that says that you can be racially black but politically white. So it's just something you just, it's just a switch you turn on and off where it was just yeah, like, you agree much. with me, you're you're black. If you don't agree with me, you're not black. You agree right. with me, you're a minority. You agree with yeah. me, you're not well, a I mean, minority. It, the, well, the, the, point, the point I'm making is like, it, it doesn't matter what you do in America. It's There's most likely going to be the majority of people who are doing that something are going to be white. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like if, if you go to the mall – there's probably going to be a majority of white people because 65% of our population is white. Yeah. You know, <laughs> by the way, if you guys have a problem with that, you know, if we got rid of all those abortion facilities, you know, we'd probably be equal with the black population, honestly. <clears throat> right. Look at how many black people have died. That's keeping the black population down. Same thing with Latinos. Like, absolutely. I mean, just, uh, the, the, crime rates inside of the black neighborhood obviously affect uh the population increase yeah. uh abortion in the black community is the number one killer of black people yeah like planned parenthood kills bar none yeah, yeah. like millions and millions of black children it's, every it's year basically you know? every single year we experience another black genocide and and, and me and you, you know, are trying to end it right and, and you know what's you know what's so gross about planned parenthood is that they target them they they, they do they like specifically and they tell them that it's healthcare. Like this is better for you. They, they actually had a tweet like three or four years ago or something like that. Yeah. And not even joking. You can probably look up this tweet too. It's probably still online. Yeah. Fact check uh, us. Double it, check it. It was, it was a, a Planned Parenthood in a certain state. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to say New York, but don't quote it on me. Okay. But they said that it's healthier for a black woman to abort her child than to actually have it. That that is actually a thing because they're trying to say that the statistic of black women who have children have some kind of you know health condition afterwards or something like that. But but the women and children that they abort, the the mothers are healthier after that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like oh, they've never had a problem when we aborted them, when we aborted their babies. But when they have babies they get sick. And the real reason so, is they're not recording what happens to them afterwards because you abort you abort the kid and you send the woman on your way and you don't care what happens to her afterwards. No, as long care. as you made your money and killed yeah, the kid. They you want don't their care. four or five hundred bucks, whatever they make off their abortion and, and that, they're, they're just, it's just another number for that, them. That's another thing know? I don't understand. They're like, oh, you're not compassionate. I'm like, do you yeah. know how many facilities help the woman like get the kid 
diapers and get them like food yeah, and get yeah. them education and like like um, almost a year after yeah. birth what does planned parenthood do for you after you had the abortion do they give you counseling do they no. help you go no, through that do home. they give you a psychiatrist no, anything home. no and for the and for the people who are gonna you know probably say like oh conservatives care about children in the womb but they don't care about them when they're born that's bold too because most conservatives in republican states are I mean, they adopt children way higher numbers than liberal democratic states. Well, and yeah, and then you just look at the the pregnancy crisis centers. They're all conservative and they're all crisis centers right. that help the woman out afterwards. Yeah. You go, go try and find a Planned Parenthood crisis center. Yeah, so to all the leftist people out there listening, like the conservative, when we help pregnant women, conservatives help, actually help them. Yeah. Your, your, our solution is to help them. Yeah. Your solution is to kill their child. Yeah. Like we are the ones giving them counseling. Even, and that's even if they did have the abortion. Right. There's no counseling on the Planned Parenthood side for that. And, you know, you'd think that it would be a good thing for you guys to do, but you don't because the truth is you don't really care. No, they don't care. Yeah. But we, we only got a little bit of time left here. And I think that, um, we, we were actually going to talk, speaking of the black community, yeah. uh, violence across the country. Yeah, so um, especially in the places where George these quote-unquote yeah. Black Lives Matter uh, activists have been, you know, screaming defund the police, yeah. um, you, know, uh, you know, F the police so, and all that. You so, know. yeah, this is the New York Times, gunshots and panic at George Floyd Square. We actually have a, a clip of a reporter here reporting this one. The shots were actually fired. And this is on the... Yeah. Hundred day or one year, one year anniversary, anniversary George of Floyd. George Floyd in in the same area. Yeah. Okay. So clip go. Well, look, it's not going to be signed in time, at least according to the timeline that the White House and U.S. President Joe Biden had. They wanted this bill of comprehensive police reform uh, to be. Uh, to... Just got to be careful here with some gunshots. Excuse us. Excuse us. It sounds like gunshots. I'll let you know what this is. These seem to be gunshots. So one thing that people forget about with the George Floyd area is that it's a no-go zone. So there's several of these no-go – like we, you guys remember Wait, Chop and The Chaz police are not allowed to, to patrol. They're there. not allowed to go in. So it's completely irresponsible for reporters to goad innocent civilians into these no-go zones to celebrate George Floyd or to do whatever because you're going to end up getting shot. Yeah. and, th and this It's not is, a safe area. This is, this is every – weekend there this yeah. is every every few days yeah, these people are kind of these people are the real insurrectionists they've set themselves apart from the country they don't want to be considered americans they're going to shoot americans that walk into their no-go zones and they don't want any law enforcement whatsoever the only reason you'd never want any law enforcement whatsoever is if you're a criminal Right. That's the only reason you would want absolutely or you, or no you just, law enforcement. Or you want to do criminal things. Or just complete anarchy. Yeah, or, and just not get punished for it. You yeah. know what I mean? You want to do illegal things and you just don't want the police. But but that's the whole thing. It's like, do, do they think that the, this is what 
makes black and brown and minority people safer in America? Because obviously it's not. You, yeah. you take the police out of these areas and what's happening? Yeah. More people die. Yeah. And what do they do? They blame who? The cops. The cops, they banished from the area. Right. That, we it's somehow still you. their yeah. fault. And same thing with Donald. And then they'll blame Donald Trump. If you really want to look and compare, look at a place that has like constitutional carry like Texas. Compare it to the crime rate we have in Chicago. Yeah. Compare it to the crime rate of a no-go zone. Look, well, at, we, look at any – Will we even record the no-go zone crime rate? I don't know because nobody can get through there without yeah, being nobody, killed. Yeah, nobody can report on it. Nobody can document it. None of that stuff. But I mean if you – you can go all across the country. The, the states and the places that have virtually no gun laws have the lowest gun violence in America. It's yeah. not really about who has a gun and who doesn't have a gun You know, to a sense, but – you know, it's the areas that, you know, places like George Floyd's Memorial or George Floyd Square. All right. Okay. Sorry, guys. Uh, another technical, technical difficulty, difficulty there. Um, but, yeah, we're going to talk more about this next week because we're running out of time here. Yeah. Um, but um, make sure that you guys stay connected with our podcast. Uh, obviously, uh, we had a movie review kind of yeah. giveaway going on. So, yeah, so we, it's know. a it's a memorial after Memorial Day movie giveaway. Yeah. yeah. So and yeah. we've only got three. So you got to be fast. You got to yes. You got to email us fast. All you got to do send us in a question. If you don't have a question, give us a five star review. Screenshot it. Send it to us. And all you got to write for both. Just make sure you write. I want a copy of the Anthropoid movie. That's all you yes. got to write. Because because we, we have some people who write in who maybe would don't want it. And we want to give it only to the people who do. So anyway, guys, as always, stay connected. Thank you. Bye. And Corn Pop was a bad The Conservative Connection with Corn and Crow.